This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So, you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall, rock-climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So, whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. This is Joseph L. Flatley, and you are listening to Failed State Update. Back in February 2017, I did a story for a website called The Outline. The title of the story was Paranoid Delusions in the Police State. Now, I didn't choose that name, but uh, I don't know, it's got a ring to it. And it looked at this online community known as Targeted Individuals. And these are people who claim that the government is out to get them, that the government is using surveillance and harassment in order to punish them. And sometimes it's not the government, sometimes it's private entities, but the fact of the matter is these people are convinced that someone's out to get them. And obviously harassment exists and surveillance exists, and that's two things that the government are really good at. But that wasn't what I was seeing when I spoke to the people for this article, I think that there is a uh, community of people who, for whatever reason, have come to believe that this is happening to them where it's not happening to them. It's a phenomenon that's probably existed forever, but the particular form that it's taking now is inspired by our fears of electronic surveillance and uh, militarized policing and a massive government overreach. I've been thinking about targeted individuals a lot over the years since I did this story. I kind of have to because since then I get probably one TI, as they call themselves. I probably get TI calls or emails at least every month. And for a while, I've been thinking I want to air an interview with a TI on the podcast. But obviously, there are kind of ethical concerns. You don't want to take advantage of somebody who might not be in their right mind. So I held off. But, you know, this latest person whose name I'm going to withhold approached me the other day. And I just thought, you know, this individual's story will be instructive for a number of reasons and she seemed to understand where I was coming from that I was just going to stay out of judging either way what was happening and just let her tell her story and she agreed to that so here's my conversation with a targeted individual I am a 46-year-old single woman. Uh, I live in Asheville, North Carolina. Um, I come from a good home, Uh, you know, where you learn your manners and um, 
people are nice to each other and I'm well educated. Um, I was a public school teacher for almost 10 years and um, I got out of that to go into real estate right before the market crashed. So, yeah. And right now I'm, I'm just a freelance writer. Um, let's see what else. I, whew, a lot of pressure. So how did you find my, my email address or my, my website? I don't even know. Um, I was looking, oh, I found the website of those people out in Arizona. Mm. And I was looking at their website and I thought maybe they could help me. And then I thought as I did more research, I was like, hmm, okay. And that's how I found you because you wrote the book. Oh, that's amazing. So, um, yeah. So you had a, you, you said in your email you had like a spiritual experience. Right. I've had a spiritual awakening. Awakening, you would call it. Mm -hmm. So tell me, like, when did that happen and what, how did that play out? Uh, about four years ago. Um, I've always been different and I've always felt like I didn't really fit in. Like I've had, fr I have friends and I'm a friendly person and I like people, but deep down I never really felt like I fit in. And um, about four years ago, I just started seeing things differently and it was even like colors looked differently and I prefaced this with with saying I do not have any severe mental illness um I'm you know all respect to people who do but I do not um and I started doing research I just was hungry for knowledge I wanted to know how the world worked and why the world worked the way it does and the truth. I wanted the truth. And then weird things started happening at my house. And it's just gone from there. Well, the first was um, footprints in the snow in the winter went from the back of my yard to my kitchen window. Two sets, a male and a female, it looked like. I called the police and they did nothing about it. They didn't even send anyone out. And I didn't really think much of it. I just thought, well, that's really weird. But, I mean, what do you do, right? Um, then things started happening in my home, like things would go missing or things would appear that I knew were not mine. Or, um, this sounds crazy, but things, stuff was being put into my shampoo <laughs> to bleach out my hair and stuff like that. And so I'd have to go buy new shampoo every time I washed my hair. And I've had to do that now for like three years. It's a pain in the ass. And then the haircutting started. This happens when I'm asleep. I'm a very heavy sleeper. My hair, and that's why I sent that picture of you, I mean of me to you, I wanted you to see the difference in my hair then and my hair now. Um, it's six inches. It's very thin. They're like almost bald patches. Um, and this is being done to me while I sleep. And it's terrifying. It's 
makes me very angry. <laughs> oh, they killed my dog too. My dog was poisoned. When was that? That was last January. What What was your dog's name? Lily. She was a lab pit bull mix. Mm-hmm. She was the sweetest dog, the best temperament. I miss her a lot. She did not deserve to be pulled into this. So, let me kind of get it straight. So you experienced this spiritual awakening, and how long ago did you say that was? About four years ago. About four years ago. And, um, like, could you tell me more about that? I'm trying to, you know, understand that so I can kind of make the connection between that and what else you're experiencing. Right. Um, I just... I found out things like I'm an empath. I don't know if you're familiar with that term. Yeah, I've heard that term. And um, an indigo child. And I found great comfort in the fact that, oh, okay, well, I'm not the only one. Um, I just, my connection to the divine has grown and I feel this overwhelming sense of um, almost discomfort with society, like that something's not right, and we're being lied to, and things just don't add up, and there's so many inconsistencies and discrepancies, and... So that's when I started doing research on anything imaginable. It started with 9-11. And I'm not talking like really conspiracy rabbit hole kind of things. Um, I'm just talking educating myself. And, you know, as far as I know, the term conspiracy was encouraged to be used back when um, JFK was assassinated because they didn't want people talking about it. So they termed it as a negative term. I could be wrong. Correct me if I'm wrong. Right. Oh, no, I've, I've definitely heard that. The idea was that if people question the official narrative, they would be called conspiracy theorists and then that would... Dismiss them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard that and too. I just find such a problem with the mainstream narrative and I just can't sit comfortably with it. And so I was like, well, I'm going to find out things for myself. Mm -hmm. How did, how did your having the spiritual awakening and then going on a spiritual quest, it sounds like, how did that lead to more? Cause you know, nine 11 and stuff like that. That's conspiracy theories. That's more, I don't know if I associate that with like spirituality as much. Right. Yeah, I understand that. Um, I guess I feel this underlying sense that I have some kind of purpose, and um, I just wanted to educate myself about the world, and but get the real information, if that's even possible anymore, because a lot of the things that I learned, you cannot find anymore on the internet after they did that censorship sweep. Like, for example, what? 
What's an example of something? That... <laughs> um, I looked into Flat Earth. Um, I'm not saying I'm a Flat Earther, but I did open my mind. That's what I call it. Open your mind, critically think, and maybe your idea not the right one. I don't know. I don't know everything. I really don't. But I do know that reality is not what they tell us it is. So do you have any answers or any inklings of what reality is? <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying I'm a prophet or I'm a, I have the answers. I'm just saying, hey, I'm this girl struggling here trying to find the answers, and I just want to be left alone. You're on, you're on a search. Right. And yes, I get ridiculed and people, oh, you're a conspiracy theorist nut and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, the facts are right in front of you. Here are the facts. Who's saying that kind of thing to you? Just, you know, people on Facebook, if I put something up or family members or anybody really I try to talk to. <laughs> no, some of them. I do find some kindred kind of people, but it's, it's rare. It's sprinkled here and there. So when did the gang stalking start? I think when the uh, the walk the footsteps up to the window. That would be my guess. What um? So how does that work? Like you're investigating this stuff, and were you aware of gang stalking before it happened? Before you started seeing these things, or? No, no, I kind of stumbled upon it and sat with the information like, oh, that's weird. That would really suck for the people. And then as time went on and weirder things happened to me um, and I put two and two together I thought, wow, this may really be what's going on with me. Right. So what are some other... You told me about Lily, and you told me about the footprints. Is this gang stalking still going on? Has it gotten yes. worse? Yes. It's, better? Oh, it's gotten worse, yes. Well, tell me about that. It's horrible. Okay. Uh, my left ear has been sliced. I can send you a picture. So there's physical proof of my left ear. Um, so I can't wear an earring anymore. Um, strange things like I'll buy a 12-pack of Coke, put it in the refrigerator. Two days later, they're all gone. And I know I've only had three. And and I live alone. I just have a friend over here right now. Um, uh, one morning, there were a, there was a bag of chicken wings on my couch. I have a picture of it. I don't eat chicken wings. No one had been here. Um, the chain lock on my door, I have a picture of this as well, um, had been ripped off from the inside, ripped out of the wall. It had been drilled. So someone had to, you know, yank it pretty hard. Um, I was documenting for a while, but then my documentation notebooks would disappear. Um, 
God, what else? There's so many things. Just just psychological torture, basically, to try to make you think you're going crazy. Do you believe this is a, a result, as a result of your spiritual awakening, that this stuff's happening? I think it's a possibility. Okay. Anything is possible. Not everything's probable. But I think it's possible that I might have stumbled onto something that I shouldn't have seen or that people like me are just not wanted in society because we think for ourselves and we're critical thinkers. And I did have a man come up to me at a gas station and say to me, Hey, we hung out before. How are you doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. Well, yeah, I came over to your house. I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know who you are. And he goes, Oh yeah, that's right. They are erasing your memories because you are a live wire. He said that to me. That must have been very upsetting. Yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) Have you had any more indications like that? More outright, like, indications of what might be going on? Um, When I took a shower yesterday, when it got all foggy in my bathroom, it said leave on my mirror. Oh, wow. On my father's grave. Yeah. It sounds like poltergeists or something. Yeah. It's like, sounds like boo, boogity boo, you know, Uh but it happened. You know, I I've done stories. I thought you contacted me actually, cause I did a story about gang stalking, um, Mm -hmm. a a few years ago. It's on my website. And, um, like one of the guys I talked to, you know, could pinpoint specifically, I worked for this company and I was in the security section and I, you know, pissed off my boss. And then, you know, there, the surveillance started like kind of like, you know, revenge or, you know, to get back at him for some reason. Mm-hmm. So that's, so that's pretty common with gang stalking victims to have like an idea of where the harassment's coming from. Do you have any theories or ideas or anything i'm not really sure i'm you know still formulating some uh i just want it to stop and i'm angry and i'm not going to stay silent because that is what they bank on that you stay quiet Mm -hmm. have you spent any time like on the internet and like you know there are forums and stuff and websites for people who i'm sure you've seen like uh you know i think one's like stop gang stalking or um, fight gang well, stalking. Have you in, been involved in like the sub, like the, I guess you would call it a community of <laughs> gang stalking victims or? Not really. I, I was in touch with a woman in Ireland. Um, but see, you, you have, it's so traumatic what they do to you that you don't know who you can trust. So. <sighs> I would not put it past the program to put up like a fake gang stalking community. Right. And so I don't know where to begin with that. It just overwhelms me and I shut down when I know I should, I know I should be reaching out. I'm a writer. I could really probably make a difference and help some people who can't help themselves. Some people may not even know what's going on in their lives. 
and they think they're going crazy. And that makes me angry. It's not right. Have you been out to your family or friends about this? (sighs) My family knows a little bit. Yeah. And I recently put something on Facebook because I'm just, I'm tired. I'm angry. I'm tired of being quiet. Something has got to stop because this is getting, they're amping it up. And I don't know what else to do, Lenny. I mean, awareness and education and exposure is the only thing I can think. Mm -hmm. I mean, you just sound like you're very lonely in this. I am. I'm very lonely. But I have God. I am. I'm. I call myself a Christian mutt because <laughs> I'm a preacher's kid, and I grew up in the church. And you know, but I also believe in a lot of Buddhist tenets. And you know, there is a source, and the source is in charge. And darkness never wins. That's all I have to say. What kind of writing do you do? Um, I don't really know how to describe it. Um, I could send you some. It's 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 more like just talking about life and relationships and how people relate to each other and everything around them. And um, I do a lot of poetry as well. Uh. I'm working on a novel right now that for reasons that have sprung up because I've gone through this, I don't really talk about it much. I just keep it to myself. Yeah. So, so like you're concerned about like this gang stalking, whoever's doing this, like interfering with your novel or. Right. You know, like I've spoken to gang stalking victims who were quite obviously mentally ill, (laughs) you know, like, like, You know, you'd know from like a, a mile away, you would know that they need help. And I've spoken to gang stalking victims who are in every way perfectly credible seeming, perfectly, mm-hmm. you know, of their right mind. So, I mean, something's going on out there. And I think uh, sharing your story is important. But, I, you know, I can't, you know, I'm not going to lie to you and say, like, I accept it, <laughs> you know, at face value right away. It's It doesn't fit into people's schema of how the world works. Right. And you experience cognitive dissonance when this happens. And it's just hard to process. I mean, even some of the stuff that happens to me, it's hard for me to process. But I'm like, well, yeah, that just happened. So, you know. I understand, but I want to. I want to be that bridge. I want to be that link, somehow, to help these people and myself, because this is wicked. I mean, it, yeah, it sounds awful. Um, what you're going through, and I mean, has it? Um, is this like a daily thing or a weekly thing? Or yes, it, really. It's twenty four seven. What they do is they want to bombard your nervous system and break you down and wear you down that way. Are you getting, like, do you think 
you know, some people I've spoken to have like, are being literally bombarded with like radiation or stuff like that. Like, are do you? I you don't know. know. I I did see a green laser in my house one night, and I don't tell many people that because it's so crazy. But it came through my wall at an angle. I had my head down. And I looked out of the corner of my eye and I said, is that what I think it is? And I said, yeah, that's what it is. And it was there for about 14 seconds and then it disappeared. What do you do with that? (laughs) (laughs) That is a good question. I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing at like the possibility of the situation, you know? Yeah. Because you know it just happened. You know you didn't hallucinate it. You know you're not high or drunk. Mm -hmm. You know you're not. You know. <laughs> How about um, voices or... No. Voice to skull. You, yeah, I've heard of that, but I'm not... Experiencing that. I'm not experiencing that. I did hear some high-pitched uh, kind of s- sounds this morning, and I hadn't heard that before. But I'm hoping it was just like a utility truck. That's <laughs> what I'm hoping. Yeah. I'm hoping that has not started. Yeah. Um, so you said, refresh my memory, four years ago was your spiritual awakening? hmm And was there anything, you know, in retrospect, was there anything leading up to that? I stopped drinking water, a lot of water. Not, not oh, I stopped drinking water. I'm just going to drink only things, not water. But, um, and do your research. Uh, we have something called a pineal gland. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Okay. Everybody's, basically everyone's pineal gland is calcified. And that is the desired effect because it connects you to the divine. It's like our antenna to God, so to say. And um, sorry, somebody walked in. And the fluoride they put in our water is not needed for our teeth. We have enough fluoride in our toothpaste. Um, I I believe they just tell us that. Um, they did put fluoride in the concentration camps during World War II to make the inhabitants docile and cooperative and passive. Um. I just, you know how they always tell you, drink water, drink water, drink all this water, drink your half your body weight in water. When I learned about all the fluoride and stuff, I just stopped drinking as much because I couldn't afford the alkaline water that everybody needs. Dr. Sebi and his alkaline diet, he is dead and so is Nipsey Hussle. Go figure. But um, What's Nipsey Hussle? How does he fit into all this? Because he was doing a documentary on Dr. Sebi. Oh, really? Yeah. I never heard that. Yeah. Yes, he was. And um, so my theory is that maybe, I mean, I could be wrong. I'm not some crazy nut who, yes, I'm right. Maybe my pineal gland decalcified and... It's like this antenna, and I'm just like, 
receiving everything. Yeah. Well, do you think so? And they don't want that. (laughs) So you were obviously reading about like the pineal gland and uh, fluoride and stuff before your spiritual awakening, right? Right. So, so you a little uh, bit, yeah. Yeah. Have you always been interested in these kind of topics? These kind of looking into stuff like this. Well, not really. I mean, somewhat. I've always been a very curious person, but no one that would spend time actually going and looking into it, really. I mean, I would talk to somebody about it or listen to something someone had to say with an open mind, So, if that answers your question. Yeah. So, in two th- do you have, like, a date, like, the date of your spiritual awakening? It was winter. Uh-huh. 2016? Mm, 14. 2014. All right, so six Gosh, years so ago. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Like leading up, so so before your awakening, had you been getting more into like researching things, like specifically researching things on the internet about this stuff? Or it kind of just coincided perfectly, if if I may. <laughs> Why not? I don't really know any other way to describe it. Yeah, yeah. But that everything happens for a reason. So, what do you think about QAnon? Are you following that at all? No, I'm actually not. You probably have enough going on that you don't need to... Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a little bit about it, but... Sure. Yeah. So how about uh, UFOs, extraterrestrials? Have you (laughs) seen anything like that, or...? No, no, no. I I mean, I definitely think that we have... That aliens are here, but we know that. The CIA has released documents stating as much and i've seen them the official documents so but you know i don't think that there's like aliens flying above my house and i'm not wearing a tinfoil hat if that's you've never been in the spaceship or anything nah (laughs) no (laughs) yeah you laughed a little bit when i asked you about ufos about what when i asked you about ufos oh just because that's how they program us to think that aliens and UFOs are, are funny and mm-hmm. they're silly. Yeah. And I think that came probably from my subconscious programming. Do you know anything else about uh, pro like government programming or mind control or any of those kind of things? Have you done any research um, on that stuff? I know a little bit about MK Ultra, but mm-hmm. once I learned about it, I got so it it alarmed me so much I stopped researching. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that's a little little too real. <sighs> Yeah. Wow. So so you found me because I wrote a book and did a podcast about Gabriel. Um, yeah. So you were looking, you were online looking for maybe some like spiritual advice or somebody who would be able to guide you through this? Something. Something. I'm desperate at this point. I just want it to stop, Lenny. Yeah. It's, they try to drive people to kill themselves and that ain't going to happen. No way. I'm a fighter, and I'm stubborn as hell. Good. And I'm resilient, and that's not going to happen. So, so Gabriel, what? So, like, how did you come across his stuff? I don't know. It was, you know, how they they have ads when you Google something. It came up as an ad, which I thought was very strange, and it was so weird 
that I clicked on it. I was <laughs> yeah, like, what course. the hell is this? That's how I found it. It's so weird. Yeah. So I was just like, what the hell? So you were Googling stuff about just doing your research and popped up as an ad. And, um, and then you obviously looked into it a little bit if you found me. Like, what was your first impression of Gabriel and his whole shtick? I don't know. I got really turned off when when I, I started getting into the pedophilia and the sexual abuse. And I just, I kind of shut down after that. Oh, so you found um, my writing? I guess so. Yeah, because I covered yeah, that I stuff. Obviously, he's not talking about it. Yeah, but but I'm the kind of person that... You know, even though that stuff is horrible, and yes, it may have happened, I feel like people deserve to tell their side of the story. Sure. But, you know, I I think what got me was all the real estate holdings mm, yeah, and all the money and stuff. That also was like, hmm, yeah, this is a little fishy. Has it been worse? Has your experience... Or even just your mental state, you know, how you're handling things been worse since COVID? Yeah. Yeah. You said you're not working? I work, yeah. I mean, pretty much. I work from home. I do some contract writing, internet content writing. But um, I'm blessed that I have familial support, especially right now going through this. So I'm very, you know, even though... I am going through hell 24-7 when I put my head down on this pillow, and we can go to through, go into this some other time, um, but I am grateful for a nice warm place to sleep and a soft bed and food in my refrigerator and clean clothes and a car and all the things I did not used to be grateful for. What's the, what's the most recent incident that you've experienced? Um, the thing on the mirror, the word on the mirror. Oh, okay. So how do you think they're doing stuff like that? Do you think they're coming? I don't know. You don't know. I have no clue. I have no clue. And I can't even pretend to surmise. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Because a lot of people will have very specific explanations for these things that makes me wonder, you know, maybe you're making, you know, making it up or maybe like not making it up on purpose, but you know, one guy that I know of, you know, talked about how, and I'm not kidding, I'm not making a joke, but literally he talked about how like, the U.S. Navy had midgets, and they gave them these, like, devices which made them invisible. <laughs> they were coming in his house and, like, moving stuff around and harassing him and stuff. Well. Not saying yeah, either way, is, but it's, it's like, I was just curious if you had a... I, I really don't. That's... I don't. I can't, because it, it doesn't make sense. It's not logical. It... It defies what we are told reality is. So I don't have answers. I don't have all the answers and I don't pretend to. All I know is I need help and I want to help other people. 